0: Welcome to Ball Talk. This is episode two of this series we got going on. Uh, I'm Brenton. I'm Zach. And we don't really got too much to get into originally, but we're just going to hop right into it. So how uh, we did the last episode, we talked about how the MLB playoffs are going, which we'll do this episode as well. Um, And before we get into it, uh, remember that prediction we made for that Mets game? Oh yeah, we were both way off. Like that, that was terrible. Uh, Scher- I, Scherzer like just did so bad. Mm-hmm. He did I, so
1: bad. I predicted a Mets
0: domination. Absolutely not. <laughs> I had a close game uh, prediction. I think it was like four three or something, but Padres were just like, nah. We're you know we're just gonna like make. It. I don't remember the score is like six zero or yeah. something absurd. But, yeah, it wasn't close. But uh, we're gonna also talk about the MLB playoffs just kind of briefly, um, and then the bulk of the episode, we're going to talk about our college, because we go here at the University of Tulsa, and we're going to talk about all the sports, but let's get into the MLB playoffs. Right now, uh, originally there was only supposed to be two games today, uh, as of uh, Friday, October 14th, but the Yankees game got pushed back a day because of rain, and that game just ended by the time we were recording, and the Guardians won 4-2. to So from what you see on the game cast, what what do you think about that? Because you were listening to it.
1: Yeah, I was listening to and watching it for uh, those last few innings. um, And it just seems like Yankees' bats that they need to be hot, like Aaron Judge, have gone cold. I think he's got maybe one hit in the playoffs so far through the two games. Uh, And then there were just quite a few fielding errors there at the end that really just put the nail in the coffin for the Yankees. But I mean, I think they've got enough talent to go to Cleveland and uh, clean up and finish out the series.
0: Yeah, I mean, it went to extra innings. Went to the tenth inning. Um, Stanton started off with a two-run shot. Gleyber Torres scored, and then the Guardians just from there like started, you know, getting the hits that they needed. And like you said, like just the Yankees, just some of their guys aren't getting it, because even. When you look at a game like one for five, like from like I'm looking at Jose Ramirez, like the Guardians probably best player, like that's not great, but that's a hit, you know, yeah. and, and it's a good hit. Like let's see, it was a double, and he was safe at third on a throwing error, uh, another mistake by the Yankees. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you see Aaron Judge 0 for five. Uh, Stanton, even though he had the two run shot, he's batting two hundred.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, nobody's really batting well for the Yankees right now. I mean, was... Bader,
0: Bader last game had that home run, but he's batting 143. Like, I don't know, Just you, you feel like you need your bats to come out and perform, but it's not happening for the Yankees. But series tie 1-1, it's not like they're down 0-2. But, yeah, like, there were mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like that bloop little shot they had, they take the lead for the Guardians, and then Josh Naylor got a double. Yeah, just costly. So that's the Yankees game. Pretty minimal. You know, we're, we're, we're just waiting for how the series will end up by the next episode. But my favorite team, as we're recording this, is on a tear. And I hope that continues. Hopefully like, we can listen back to this episode and be like, wow, they absolutely just fumbled the bag. But I hope not. But the Phillies are up 6-0, going in the top of the fourth on, over the Atlanta Braves. Our first home game in, what is it, 11 seasons? In the playoffs, we're coming out hot. We're coming out hot, and the people that needed to be like doing really good are starting to do that. Like like how the Yankees should be doing. Uh, the one person that needs to step up, if I have to say it as a Yankee or as a Yankees, a Phillies fan, is Kyle Schwarber. He is hitless, hit but he got intentionally walked to set up that three run shot. But yeah, what what do you think the Braves just like? Is this game even salvageable? Like, you think they can mount anything? I mean, with Our very brief but uh, tragic history of predictions, I don't
1: want to curse the Phillies, but, I mean, I really don't think. I think this is a 2-1 lead for the Phillies basically at this point.
0: Yeah, and right now uh, Travis Darnot just doubled the left. Um, But Nola's pitching, he's, he's done quite well, like even before the playoffs, like the regular season. So I'm not really too worried. If they tack on a couple runs, as long as we can just maintain the lead, that's all it is to me. But, yeah, like Harper with a two-run shot, Hoskins with a three-run shot. Like, that, that's what you need. And all six runs were scored in that inning. Like, so that just sets a foundation early. But, yeah, I hope they can just take the 2-1 lead because I'm pretty sure our next, our next game is a home game as well. So, yes, yes. But the final game that's being played today, later on, is the Dodgers and Padres? So the Padres tied it up, their last game, and it's at Padres, and Blake Snell and Tony Gonsolin are are pitching. So what do you think? What do you think?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't have much to say about this game, but you know, Tulsa Drillers, uh, affiliate of the Dodgers. So I've gotta got pull for the Dodgers and say they're gonna they're gonna win this one and take the lead in the series.
0: Yeah, the Padres, uh, some of their bats have been slacking a little bit, but it's still pretty early for, like, everyone else. Like, even though the Padres and the Phillies are, like, two teams that had to play in their wild card, That they, they finally are starting to get it around. And as we saw, the Padres came out with a win last time, and now it's up to them. If they want to control that, you know, take that one game at home, maybe try to get a 3-1 going back to L.A., like, that's what it's got to be. But, yeah, so that's pretty much our just brief thing. Uh,
1: we should mention that um, the Seattle Mariners are down 2-0 to the Houston Astros. Yes,
0: yes. Um, they play tomorrow, correct? Yes, they do. So, yeah, Houston's up 2-0. Uh, Seattle, that, I don't know why I, I just blanked on that. I forgot because I guess I was just thinking about today, but... Yeah, Seattle should be. It should be 1 1. Like, you can excuse the last game because it was kind of uh, whatever, but Ma- the Mariners, if you didn't see game one, they had a huge lead. Like, very big lead on the Astros. And it ended off in a three run walk off for Jordan Alvarez for the Astros. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. that Yeah, they had like a,
1: a big lead. Yeah.
0: Yeah, really big lead. And they just started chipping away and just gone, just like that.
1: Yeah, I think I mean, I don't think anyone really expected a lot out of the Mariners and uh five-game series, so I I th- I think the Astros have a good chance to close out the series tomorrow night.
0: Yeah. Um I and I, I said earlier, I don't know why I said like uh if the if the the Padres can come out and take uh take three games and go to LA, but they would already have won the series by then, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just like I said, I always thought a little fun Phillies Mariners, final World Series would have been cool. You know, two teams that hadn't been in playoffs in over ten years each. Yeah, uh, would have been cool. But you know, you gotta applaud the Mariners. But it should be one one, like mm-hmm. minimally. Like maybe you can excuse that last game, and be like, oh, they should have even won that one. But for sure, one and one. But yeah, I mean, they they can they can control it because they don't win, they're yeah. they're done. So it's all up to them. It's all tomorrow. They get the mid mid game. So. Yeah, so now that's all the games, right? So all 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 four series are played. Three of them are being played today. So, yeah, I'm I'm just excited because finally I get to say my team because we probably wouldn't even have t- covered much if one of my or one of our teams were not in it. But hey, finally can say that. But as I said earlier in the episode, we're gonna cover our college athletics because this is where we're recording at. This is where we represent. And we can really just hop into it. It's, it's going to be all pretty much all the major sports here. Uh, we're still going to give love to you know volleyball and rowing, a bunch of these sports. But we're going to focus right now on the first one, and that's Tulsa football. If you would like to start uh, with that.
1: Well, I mean, it's, I'd say it's been a really disappointing start so far. Um, uh, it double overtime loss to Wyoming by a field goal uh a Mississippi game where you looked like you could win it until about the second half uh a Cincinnati game where while it was only ten points um you uh you never really felt in it and then that Navy game was just embarrassing
0: really embarrassing yeah. like
1: because a, a team that threw the ball I think maybe once or twice and uh we just we couldn't get the couldn't stop the run game
0: yeah just. Very disappointing because that's their M.O., like them, Navy, or, well, them, Army, all the Air Force, like they all run the ball. Like they'll pass a few times if need be. Usually maybe like a, a like flea flicker, you know, th- plays like that. But you get torched and not, not even just on the run. Like when they passed it, it was for yardage, like big yardage. And it was just a terrible game. But we kind of were in the spot last year where we kind of didn't start off good. Like, we had some wins, but we didn't start off good, and then we just rattled off at the end and got a bowl and won the bowl game. So they're sitting at 2-4 and four right now. They're on a bye week right now. Uh, they're 0-2 in conference. And, yeah, it, they just got to string some wins. Like, they get Temple next week, and then mm-hmm. our homecoming games against SMU. So these next two games are vital for at least something, you know, maybe a bowl game.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure how Houston's done so far, but besides that, I think, like, yeah, T- Temple, SMU, Tulane, um, South Florida, Memphis, I think they're all fairly winnable games, especially South Florida and Temple. But, uh, I mean, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if we still managed to make a bowl this season.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think, like, and even though this Navy game was pretty embarrassing, we were in that Cincinnati game. We fought really hard with a old miss and just ultimately we got lost. Unlucky. Yeah, we got it was pretty unlucky with our starting quarterback going out. Our backup had to play pretty much the whole second half. And that Wyoming game was just tough cuz mm-hmm. it was the first game and
1: yeah, and Wyoming had already had a they had a week zero game as they call them, so they were
0: and they got and they got waxed we too. Mm-hmm. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure. So
1: yeah.
0: yeah, it just we're sitting 2 and 4, so it's not the end of the season, but we got to start stringing some wins or it, it could be. Mhm. Uh but yeah, so football could be better, but I'm not I'm not too disappointed. Like we could be in a lot worse spot. Like South Florida's one and five and their one win was a pretty easy win. But hey. So yeah. now which sport do you want to segue to? That uh, does it matter to you at all? No. All right, well in the order I have like my tabs open up, we'll just go to men's basketball and I'm gonna look at their schedule. Because although the season it's not in season yet, we're getting close. Uh, the first game is in less than a month. First games against Oregon State at their place in Corvallis, November seventh. So, we played them last year. I remember that. I think we won. We get Oklahoma State at their place. We got a couple of home games in a row. I think that's what is that I think, four? Yeah. Uh, we play in a tournament before that. Uh, we play in the Myrtle Beach Invitational. First games against Loyola, uh, Chicago. So, I mean, a couple, couple notable non-con games. Yeah, you know.
1: not the worst non-conference. I've I've seen definitely worse non-conference schedules.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, getting Jackson State. Of course, I know him for their football because mm-hmm. Deion Sanders is the coach. But yeah, so we're playing. I mean, we're playing in a tournament. That's like not a lot of teams can say that. You know, they're playing in a in an invitational.
1: And and against a team like Loyola, that's been a past few seasons a team that makes runs in the tournament so if we beat them that's a that's a good like high quality win that like if we have a good season would look good on our resume
0: yeah because um of course i'm from arkansas so i um have like said this like they have played in a couple like invitationals and and different tournaments and stuff um, like you know early early in the season and if you win it all that's just a big plus but you're really just there to like i mean have some fun you're going to myrtle beach like yeah. was that south carolina right Is that that's where it is uh, yeah so just have some fun and string out a couple wins, like you know, because we're we're under our first year coach, Coach Conkle. So this is like all new to everyone else, you know, because they can practice all they want, but until you get in the real games, that's when it's gonna be different.
1: Yeah, but I mean, a chance to play a team like A and M as well. So like, if you get some of these wins, that's definitely will look good on the resume, like NIT or the main uh,
0: March Madness. Yeah, for sure. So. um Yeah, and then, like, uh, at the end of December, we start uh, conference play against Houston at our place. So, at first game. That's probably, honestly, probably the hardest game on our schedule, I would say. Yeah, probably. Uh, SMU is going to be pretty tough, too. Uh, But, yeah, like, I don't know. I just, like, I see, like, at the schedule, um, seeing how much, like, we got South Florida twice. And we got Tulane. Even though when we went to Tulane, like, we lost pretty bad. Mm -hmm. But East Carolina's on the schedule, like obviously just everyone. And this is obviously the final year for a lot of these teams to be in the American. Um, a lot of them are going to the big yep. 12 and a bunch of different conferences. So this is the final time you can like mm-hmm. give, give them their L to leave the conference. but
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, last time to play Houston, Cincinnati, or UCF, and there's, there's a lot of unknowns in this season, uh, new head coach. Um, some new guys coming in for the team, so it's gonna be really interesting. And uh, preseason, I saw our we were picked uh, second last. I think, I think
0: we can do better than that, and I
1: think we'll, I think we will do better than that.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, to finish be projected to finish second to last, that, that's always gonna be tough. So like, you you probably don't read too much into it if you're on the team, like you're a coach or a player. But like, I was just like a person that goes here and like reads that kind of stuff. It's just like all right, all right. Like, we might not finish first, but we're not gonna finish last or second to last. Like that's that's crazy, but it's obviously someone does. But I, I think we can definitely beat that projection. So I think that's pretty fair for men's basketball. So I think just go right to the other side of basketball, women's basketball. So uh, same thing like with non conference. Uh, we got a couple pretty pretty decent games. We got uh, we're at Arkansas. We got our annual game against Oral Roberts, who's only like 15 minutes away, at our place this time. We got Alcorn State, San Jose State. Uh, we're playing in the San Francisco tournament, so there's there's another tournament right there. Uh, that another TU teams playing in, uh, and then we got a couple of home games in a row uh, against Central Arkansas, Lindenwood, and Prairie View A&M. So non-conference. Um, it's just it's just a foundation thing. You know you got to string a couple of those wins, and I was very impressed with how they played last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially coming off of like, like let's be honest, they've been pretty. It's been pretty miserable for the women's program in the past few seasons. Like uh, since twenty fifteen, they've not won more than thirteen games in a season, and to go from a five and fourteen season to seventeen and ten,
0: and what they they made I think the NIT. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. they made the second round of it. So, yeah, very good under Coach Nelp. Uh, She's definitely got this team heading in the right direction. Uh, the Mayberry, uh, she um, what's her name? Uh, is it uh, Maya? Is that her name? But anyway, like, the, these girls are definitely uh, doing doing really good. I'm very impressed with how they've looked, and I'm just excited to see because we went to a couple games last year, and it was pretty fun. Like, it was it was fun to see them, like, dominate, like, lesser yeah. teams. And,
1: like, and we'd love to see more um, students get out there and go to games, especially, like, the women's um, basketball games.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, it's always a good atmosphere to support every kind of program, no matter what. So I'm definitely, uh, even though the game's in favor, I'm going to go try to see that one because uh, it's November 14th. Oh, it's on a Monday, so probably not, actually. It's, yeah. uh, so probably not, but... I mean, I'm gonna be watching that because obviously I'm from there. I like the Razorbacks, but yeah. So I'm excited. November seventh on a Monday is their first game, so it's pretty exciting. So this next sport, uh, volleyball, we don't have like that much, um, but we we can talk about like what we can see like statistically and and such. So we have volleyball. They are nine and nine overall, two and four in conference. 1 and 4 on an away game, 6 3 neutral and they're 2 and 2 at home. So just like like seeing the score, seeing like box scores and stuff, like like what you think is like got to be done to
1: I mean, I they just got to keep hustling, I guess. I mean, like like I said before the show, I'm not I'm not really well well versed in volleyball, but I mean, 9 and 9, I think uh what pretty high up in the standings, I want to say, or they're mid-table. So, I mean, they've still got, I think, a chance to – there's quite a few games left. So, I'd say they've still got a chance to do something with this season. So, they're definitely not – it's definitely not over for them.
0: Yeah, for sure. And and there's some of their early uh, – and they were also an invitational for Nebraska. They played in Nebraska. They were number one. And all they did, all they, did they go three uh, – they went 0-3 um, in, the, like, the sets. Like, that's still – you know, they fought hard. They played Texas A and M Corpus Christi. They won three to two, and I'm. I mean, I'm just seeing some pretty competitive uh, box scores. Even if they don't win the set, I still see some that are like going up to twenty points. Uh, so yeah, um, even though we don't have too much to say about volleyball, I think they've, you know, always you could always be better. But nine and nine, that's not too bad. So now we're going to soccer. We'll start with men's. And then we'll go to women's. Uh, both of them are doing very well, but we'll start with men. So they're 6-2-2 two, and two overall. They're 2-2-1 two, two, and one in conference. And although they just dropped their last game uh, to, what was it, USF?
1: Uh, yeah, USF.
0: Yeah, so the season's almost over, right? Uh, we're getting pretty close uh, before uh, the conference play starts in no- early November. But yeah, so we got... Remaining games we got. They've got three m- games left. We got Memphis. They got Temple and then UCF coming up, and two of them are home, against Memphis and UCF. So, uh, how many games have you gone to this uh, semester?
1: This season, actually, I've I've only been to a one or two, but I mean, in the past, I've I try to go to most of them, and I, I that's a, usually a good atmosphere, and especially last year, I remember when we beat SMU. It was we we're both ranked. We stormed the field. That was a that was a good time. And I mean, like coming off of last year, you've got to feel like probably a little disappointed with how they've done this season. Uh, we were ranked and we hosted one of the regionals for the NCAA tournament last season. Unfortunately, we were knocked out, but uh, I, th- I think they'll still make the tournament this season. And uh, like that UC- USF loss was pretty unlucky. I think some calls could have definitely gone the other way, and there was definitely a missed handball in the box that could have given Tulsa a penalty. So it could have at least ended in a draw. Um, so, you know, we were unlucky, but we're definitely a team that's got a ton of talent, like uh, like Alex Minard up top, uh, strong defense, good goalkeeping. So I think we're a really well-rounded team, and I'd say, I mean, they've got as good a shot as any to finish out the final four games with a win, SMU is probably the hardest they're probably the most consistent team in the conference year after year
0: yeah for sure and I, I remember uh, I went to one of the earlier games uh, against Kentucky at home and although that game ended in a tie one to one like that was it was a fun experience because I've only that was my first men's game I went to a women's game last year uh, which who were they playing? I think it was SMU I'm pretty sure I think it was but yeah Kentucky, yeah, like that was a fun experience. Like we were sitting, uh, me and my friend, we were sitting within like the parent section, you know, like just like the spectator area um, instead of the student section. But it, I, that was pretty fun, like getting to see all that. But yeah, one-to-one tie. But yeah, I just think that, I mean, obviously I knew they were really good last year and like they, they have a good chance to repeat that this year, uh, go into the American Conference Championship and Try To have a good run to go to the, even just the championship game and win that because then they win that last year.
1: Uh, I don't remember,
0: mm-hmm. but yeah, they, they've had a really good season. Um, I'm just you just got to capitalize and finish on it, so yeah, so now we're going to segue into women's soccer, and they've also been really good this year to look at their record, they have. Done very well. They're they've gone seven, four, and three, so a couple ties in there. Two one and two in conference. Not too bad. And they won their last game. So uh also like and like I said, I haven't been to a, a women's soccer game this year, this semester, but just like looking at their games, like they beat Arkansas Pine Bluffs seven zero. They had a good game against Oklahoma, they lost oh to one uh zero to one. They beat Missouri State three to two beat Mid-American Christian. I don't even know what that is, but they beat them 3-0 to start off the season. But yeah, so some pretty good seasons. So, like, just looking at, like, how have you felt about their season?
1: Uh, I mean, I don't remember their exact, uh, like, finish last season, but I know it wasn't that great. So, it's, it's a great improvement, and it's really good to see them improve so much and, like, be on par with the men's team. So, we've got two, like, amazing, like top tier in the conference soccer teams, uh, this season that we can go watch and support. Uh, and I mean, I think both of them I mean, this women's team, if I think if they can win the conference, I mean, go to the N C A tournament. I think we could easily have two soccer teams in each of their respective N C A tournaments.
0: Yeah, like they they've they've both done very well. They also have three games left this season. They have UCF at home and then they got Memphis at Memphis, and then they finish off the season against SMU. So, yeah, same ordeal. I just think, like, they also have a good chance to go into the American tournament with a pretty good seed and just go in there and compete to the highest level. So, yeah, we've we've looked at all of our... uh, We've also got, like, rowing and stuff, which we don't know too much about. Uh, I saw a headline that they won a gold medal um, earlier this month, like, October 1st. So, that's pretty good. And... Yeah, so we've looked at all of the Tulsa athletic programs, and I just think that it's been, it's been pretty good. Like, you know, all of these teams haven't started their season yet. I know track hasn't started. That's more of, like, next semester. But, yeah, th- there's a lot of good programs here at the university.
1: Yeah, we're definitely in, a like, peak time for, um, what, uh, Tulsa college sports. And, I mean... Tulsa sports in general, like, if I can just briefly speak on like the professional um, like NPSL side, Tulsa Athletic made the playoffs. They went deep, almost made it to the national finals there, uh, and then FC Tulsa had a pretty mid-season, but finishing strong with a win last, uh, last Wednesday, and then this weekend, their final game, so hopefully they can get a win and finish strong. Just uh, Tulsa, the city of Tulsa, and I think baseball did pretty well too this season. So, city of Tulsa is pretty good for sports this year.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, I don't. I don't really ever watch like soccer like that. Like especially like professional, semi professional sports. But yeah, like, the city of Tulsa. Um, in the last because you we know we're not from here, neither one of us, like born. So it's good that we're kind of like acclimating ourselves within. You know, I've gone to a bunch of like college sports I didn't have never seen before, um, like soccer. But yeah, I just, I've I really enjoyed the experience here and it's exciting to get to see uh, how other teams perform as their seasons get close, like basketball and stuff, which we'll be covering as we do more episodes and such. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a cause for a pretty solid episode. Uh, we covered the MLB and we covered now Tulsa. So you got any last words to say before? Um, I mean, I can just say, MLS
1: playoffs start this week. Uh, that's gonna be good, and then hopefully we get some good NFL games this weekend that we could talk about. You know, I mean we know that Thursday night football game last night wasn't good, so yeah, that fingers crossed. And then NBA starts next week, or I think
0: yeah, yeah, next week. So uh, that next uh, next episode can definitely cover again. We'll go back to like kind of how we did episode one, like cover MLB. I mean, the NBA starts up soon, so. Yeah, we got we got episodes lined up um, as we like get them uh, edited and uploaded and stuff. So I think that calls for this episode because we covered quite a bit, but we got more episodes rolling out, and I'm just I'm excited. This is this is my favorite thing to do, and it's so fun to do. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's it's a good time.
0: So our final conclusion. I'm Renton. I'm Zach. And this was episode two of Ball Talk.